If you're an Indian, you probably have at least one relative or friend who relies completely on the advice of an astrologer or a guru. But what if we told you your stock investments were also guided by a yogi for quite some time? Yes, the National Stock Exchange was running on the advice of a yogi from around 2013 to 16. Wondering what the whole story is? Welcome back to Revolution Read On, a daily podcast where we break down one story from the world of business and finance. Here's your story for today. The story begins in 2013 when Chitra Ramkrishnan was appointed the CEO of NSE. The problem here was that for 20 years of her life, she'd been taking advice from a spiritual guru and she thought she would continue doing so even at NSE. Now, the NSE office is not your regular office. It sees 49 crores of transactions a day and handles a lot of sensitive and confidential information. But Ramkrishnan decided to bear it all to her guru sitting in the Himalayas. Dividend payout ratios, five-year projections, board meetings agendas, everything. The yogi even knew employees by name and gave orders about what they should be doing. And that's not all. Since the yogi himself couldn't be present in the office, he directed Ramkrishnan to appoint a chief strategic advisor of his choice, a position that didn't exist. This advisor was surely an expert though, right? You wish. Anand Subramanian was a middle management employee at Barmer Lorry and had no experience of working in finance. Still, not only was he hired, he was given a 9x hike. From earning 15 lakh rupees per year, he went on to an annual salary of 1.68 crore rupees. Don't you want to be recommended by a yogi now? No HR or any other member was involved in his appointment or his appraisals. Ramkrishnan kept giving him regular raises and made him the group operating officer in 2015, increasing his salary to 4.21 crore rupees. Since he wasn't an ordinary employee, Subramanian also got to work three-day weeks. <laughs> That's the life, huh? And because of all the perks he seemed to have received as blessings of the yogi, many people now seem to believe that he is the yogi himself. The NSE also employed practitioners dealing with human psychology who've come to the same conclusion. Wondering how all this came to light? Thanks to another huge scandal. 2010 onwards, another malpractice scam was being run at the NSE. It gave certain trading members access to confidential data ahead of time but was exposed in 2015 because of a whistleblower. During the investigation of that scandal and after complaints about governance issues from employees, SEBI began a probe into the matter. Both Ramkrishnan and Subramanian resigned in 2016 due to the investigation. But the results of the probe have taken six years to come. Ramkrishnan and her co-CEO Anand Narayan have been fined 3 crore rupees and 2 crore rupees respectively, while Subramanian and the NSE have been fined 2 crore rupees as well. Plus, they won't be allowed to associate with any SEBI-registered entity for 3 years. 
In addition to this, Ram Krishna has been asked to return the 1.54 crore rupees paid to her as her leave encashment. A 2.83 crore rupee of deferred bonus payment will also be withheld from her. And the NSC won't be allowed to launch any new products for the next six months. Now, despite this six-year probe, the true identity of the yogi is still a mystery. Do you think the crime matches the punishment for Ramkrishnan and Subramanian? Or should stricter penalties be imposed to stop such frauds from repeating in the future? P.S. You can find Sebi's entire 190-page report about the scam in the show notes. Thanks for listening in. Make sure to follow the podcast if you aren't already. We'll be back tomorrow.